0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Yesterday, the Phillies made it official that Matt Moore signed on. Left-handed pitcher, one-year, $3 million deal. And Matt Moore coming back from Japan after having a a two-start renaissance with the Detroit Tigers in 2019 before an injury happened. Matt Moore joins me right here next on Pine Tar for breakfast. In the air to left field, going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Francis sends everybody home! Ball we're coming, coming down! down. What up, and welcome to another episode of Tar for Breakfast. I am your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And yesterday, Dave Dombrowski, Sam Fold, Joe Girardi, and the Zoom press conference had a nice announcement. And that is the rarity of having a left-handed starting pitcher for your Philadelphia Phillies. And that's Matt Moore. Matt Moore signed and is excited to come to Philadelphia. And today, I'm lucky enough to have him. Right here on Pints Are for Breakfast. Let's bring him in. The new official signing for the Philadelphia Phillies left-handed pitcher, Matt Moore. Matty Mo, what's up, man?
0: Hey, not much. Uh, thanks for having me on.
1: Well, um, it's exciting for me because uh, I feel like now you're following me around. Okay, I know it was a couple years ago, but in San Francisco, uh, up until now in Philadelphia, uh, look, it's been a fun adventure i'm sure not always on the mind for you but to be here now in philadelphia after a year in japan uh just a, a a injured riddled year in in detroit um welcome like what's what's going on in your mind
0: yeah thank you no it's um been a few years you know maybe maybe since 2017 you know heading into that season you know that i was i was this excited about um the season and the prospects to come and the, the, uh, you know, potential for, for this team and, you know, just feel lucky and, you know, to be a part of, of this roster and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, things play out in our favor.
1: Well, it's, it's a tremendous addition because for a while now, I've been talking about it on air. It's like, look, the ability to have a left-handed starting pitcher is huge. And having five righties in a, in a rotation, there is no variety. I don't care how different this stuff is. There's just no variety. And having a lefty like yourself in there just adds a different dynamic in a series. Or maybe, you know, for one series they're going to face all righties. But the the, the possibility that you could start in that, um, how much did that play into uh, you signing here with Philadelphia?
0: Yeah, I would say, um, you know, it wasn't, a, you know, a big factor. Um you know for the most part i think where i'm at right now you know i'm 31 years old and i've played on you know a couple pretty good clubs and and you know a couple clubs that um you know it was just a long season and you know it, it uh so having said that you know i was just looking for the best opportunity to to compete for a you know a pennant you know and and be in the thick of things um you know somebody you know an organization that's that's planning you know more than just the 162 on the schedule and and that really seems like where Philly's mindset and their their direction is headed so um you know I think that was probably the biggest factor for me uh making that decision um but yeah being being the only lefty I think that might be a first for me yeah no
1: it's 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 comical because from like 2015 I think when When Cole had been traded away, there was only like two starts made by left handers in that time or three starts up until now. And it's like, wait, what? You know, just not to have that, that just a lefty start is incredible. And you're the guy like now you're coming in now from the time I saw you in 16 and 17. The last times I had seen you, uh, you know, things are a lot different. I I would say you've you found something. Uh, when you got traded over from Tampa to San Francisco, you hit the ground running. I think I want to say your first start was against the Phillies. For the yeah, Giants. I
0: think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs>
1: and you had you had a great run. Now it goes into 17, and it wasn't great. Uh, I would say inconsistent. I think the team had a little bit to do with that, uh, but you found some things right as, as we move forward. What what do you think has changed between? Two thousand seventeen and the Matt Moore through two thousand and twenty, uh, in Japan.
0: Yeah, you know, um seventeen was, was up to that point that was my top year performance standpoint. But I felt you know, I felt healthy, you know, so I was I was okay with, you know, my chances for next season and get traded. Um actually in the middle of a knee injury, um, you know, actually injured my knee on a Outdoor adventure. We were hiking over here in in Arizona, and you know it wasn't actually a, a big deal, just an MCL strain. But you know, I put a lot of that heel, and then I got traded, and I think um, in a way, and, and got out ahead of myself a little bit. The hole I had dug for myself was was quite deep. um so, you know, just in general heading, you know, I really really not overthinking too much stuff, you know, giving, you know, taking what the game and the hitters given me and using that, you know, those pieces of information and, you know, really kind of helped me find uh a pretty good calmness on the mound that really allows me to execute my pitches at a, at a higher rate. So I think, you know, heading into 2019, you know, working with Rick Anderson, a pitching coach in Detroit, you know, we really got, got into a good, a good place heading into that season. And I only got two starts before I hurt my knee again. Um, so heading into, heading into 2020, you know, we just, try, I just really try to continue that with my pitching coach there, uh, Moriyama son in, 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 in Japan. So, getting off to a good start getting to know my teammates i felt like i was just you know kind of heating up as as we were shutting it down um you know but it was a, a great time and i can't say enough about the hawks and and my teammates over there and and how you know how much i'm going to miss those guys and and it's just an awesome experience
1: that voice you hear is Matt Moore new left-handed pitcher for your Philadelphia Phillies officially signed yesterday through a Zoom conference with Dave Dombrowski and Sam Full. We're trying to get a different connection here. And once we do, oh, there he is. All right, here we go. Um, you talked about that yesterday in your Zoom conference, as we call it now, a no new press conference anymore. But uh, how different was that for you? You'd been traded before. But how different was it not even being traded, but starting the year off in in and being in a different culture and you made the mention of it where you're doing it while being away from family? Like your your family's with you, but like your parents, uh, you know, friends or whatever being able to come visit, there was none of that. Like how how crazy of a time was it for you then?
0: Yeah, I think you know, the big thing for for us going over there, um, <clears throat> with, with the idea, our family would, you know, be able to share that experience with us. Um, you know, it wasn't the, so we just had to adjust, you know, and I think for my wife, um, the adjustment was probably the hardest because of our, you know, our 18 month old and, you know, she's, <laughs> just cruising along. <laughs> right. So she's, you know, she's having the, you know, she's going to her doctor visits with a you know Japanese doctor and I'm not allowed to go because of COVID protocols and with the kid uh you know with Luke our 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 son um you know it just made for uh big days you know he's he likes doing stuff and so we were still able to get out and experience a decent amount of the culture especially in, in Fukuoka there where where we lived um you know but it's definitely a place that you know we talk about uh you know the next time we're we're able to get back you know whether that's as as visitors or as as a as a part of a team over there at some point um you know, it, it would be a place that we we would like to experience, I think, you know, uh, you know, post pandemic, post uh, you know, virus stuff. So it was uh, you know, something that that I, you know, I think wound up being a great experience for us. And, you know, as a baseball player, um, you know, I feel like I'm better off for it.
1: Oh, for sure. It it's crazy to think how many guys go over there with with caution, right? And not because they're like, uh you know, people are crazy. Create- no, just there's a lot of culture, there's a lot of tradition, there's a lot of, you know, XYZ. But I feel like they go over there and they come back saying, There's you know, the Japanese are so helpful in trying to help understand and make you uh just have a like a great experience there. That's a that's a huge part of it. Would you agree?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't say enough about uh the quality of the the people that I was around and Did you have a
1: cool cool interpreter?
0: Yeah, my interpreter Taka was great, man. I mean, he's one you know, it's like a great friend. You know, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, we were able to, you know, essentially he at times it was just him and I because you know whether our our player from the Netherlands or you know another American if he's on the team you know at times it was just me this year so we were you know we were pretty tight and uh, you know we talked to him probably you know every day or you know, every couple of days I should say, and just kind of keep in touch. But uh, no, it was, it was great. I, you know, I have, I hope, uh, you know, some of, some of their, their ways rubbed off on me for sure.
1: No doubt a stupid question coming from, but is there a sense of trust that you learn from yourself towards someone else when it becomes that interpreter? You know, like, because you're, you're trusting your, I'm not going to say, yeah, your image, you know, in Japan based on someone else, like if they're going to, are they saying the right thing? Are they saying what you're uh, saying? Is yeah, there yeah. is there a lot of yeah. that going
0: on? No, I, or well, not really. I, well, so I I told Taka from the beginning, like, hey, if I say something to you and it doesn't it doesn't translate directly over, if I make a stupid joke or something, like, don't <laughs> don't translate me like you know a you know a for a if it doesn't make sense. Cause I don't want to step on my shoes or put my foot in my mouth and um, you know maybe then you know, a crack up that, that doesn't quite translate into something that's funny. So he was, he, I, I think at times he, he did maybe investments for me. Um, but for the most part, you know, I did my best to, you know, you know, just treat everybody the way that, you know, you're, you're raised with people with politeness, with, you know, respect and, in and, and time. And, you know, so I really, you know, I really feel like for me, this season was um, almost like a reboot, you yeah. know, because in baseball, the baseball world, I think, especially going from in the season, kind of get, you know, maybe a little bit stuck in, you know, you can understand how things are working. You know, you go from one to two to three to four where I went over there and I really was not sure what was going to happen in the morning, <laughs> you know, it, you know, so it was it was a great, um, a great time for me to just to, as a baseball player to kind of check myself and, you know, see how other people are, are sc- cat. Cause there's, yeah. there's definitely another approach to, to the game and, and they're, they're all about it.
1: Well, you, I mean, you had the experience of what many Latin American players, I mean, you could even go Japanese players that come over, uh, to the States to play, but how difficult it is and, and trying to adjust and do all that. But Again, it's all about effort and you want to give that effort and you want to be real and that helps and we know with teammates how much ma- like what 99% of are the those guys that come over they try and it's like you you embrace them right away whether they're saying the right thing or not.
0: Right. Sure. And you know I I had kind of heard that you know as a foreign player going over there it um it's probably a lot like here I would assume, you know, it's not, it's not a great idea to kind of go over there set in your ways. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't, it it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really make for making friends very fast. You know, (laughs) I think just being, (laughs) you know how that goes. So for me, I kind of wanted to act like, Hey, look, you know, I, I, you know, here are my pitches here. Here's my pickoff move. You know, let's, let's sharpen up some of this stuff because I know I'm going to have to be you know, I'm going to have to be better at filling my position. I know I'm going to have to be, you know, probably a little bit better at holding runners. Um, so, just, you know, it felt like there, there were things that I could work on, you know, immediately when I got there. Um, so it was, it was fun. I,
1: I just, it, when you said it yesterday, I, I was fascinated by it because it's true. You, you get so lax, you get so content uh, and complacent with things that you've done kind of like your whole life, but you only do it a couple times a year, fielding your position right and 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 you were making a mention of that, and it's so the Japanese culture being meticulous about every little thing and and to hear you say that uh and remembering how you fielded your position because you fielded it fine, like you were saying you be, you know you you got guys by like a step or two, but you became more efficient, you came better at at certain things. Why is it? Was it concentration on it? Was it the the whole reboot that you're talking about going in with, not setting your ways, or or what was that?
0: Well, you know, frankly, it was just out of necessity. They mm-hmm. they have to field their position uh, more often, and they have to be a little bit quicker at it because their average runner is <laughs> is much faster. Um, you know, and they run hard nineties. I mean, you, you see it here. There's guys that'll they'll, they'll bust it out of the box, and it's a routine play, but it's not, it's not up and down your lineup and you know, it's rightfully so it's the game takes toll on. You can't run as hard, you know, every mm-hmm. time the first base, but over there um, it seemed to me like there, there were so many fewer, uh, you know, times where you could kind of go through the motion to get a guy out. Like it, you had to be crisp and on time and everything had to be anticipated. Um, you know, or else that half step, you know, is kind of, you know, it's in the umpire's hands. Um, but I think just, just in general, it was out of necessity um, really. And then, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of started to mess around throwing a cut fastball again and then yeah. I banged it. So there was some things that, you know, I tried and I, you know, and, you know, I picked up and such as, you know, just the way I'm, I'm working with runners at second base now. And, you know, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with, you know, fielding, fielding the ball on the third baseline. Um, you know, and then it's just some things that I've tried that, you know, didn't work. I tried throwing a different changeup, a different cutter or, or a cutter in general. Um, you know, I tried different things with my in between start routine we had extra time off. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a great time, you know, and I think for a starting pitcher, there's, it's probably not a better place to be on the planet. Um, you know, just from, you know, a routine and a family standpoint. Um, it's, it's a, it's a pretty good gig.
1: No, for sure. And and you mentioned the cutter and, and everything. So when, when I faced you back spring training years ago, the one thing that impressed me about you and you were young at the time, I think it was 2011, 12 ish. Uh, so it ended up being a few times was how you were able to rush me inside as a righty. Um, and it, it was quick it came in, you know, and it wasn't a cutter. Um, uh, Something that you had in in San Francisco when you got traded over was the ability to get ahead of guys early, right early in and then it kind of lost its way. And now with that cutter, what where do you, you know what what has it been about that pitch or even just the fastball in general getting back to something that was dominant for you early on in your career?
0: Yeah, you know, I think most of it has to do with conviction, you know, and the more I'm throwing my four seam fastball, the more convicted I get. Yep. You know, the the more I throw the cutter, the the less uh you know, I think a little bit of that tenacity comes off of the fastball. Just throwing cutters, uh you know, working with the cutter too much. Um, you know, for me it's it's a it's a great game to play with right-handers. Um, oh, I hate on you guys that part. have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you no, because go ahead. You
1: you get that you get that fastball in, right? You get that four-seamer in, and you're like, okay, and and it's coming in quick. You kind of you cheat to it a, a little bit, but the moment you can just move it, just like an inch or two, just off a little cut, yeah. Like, oh my god, like your mind is blown away. Like you have a whole <laughs> half of the plate to play with now. Like w- w- with the yeah. change of cur- you know, backdoor curveball, you can just flip it in there and we are done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the, that's the thing um, that I, I really like to, that's the way I like to pitch is I like to, you know, individual at bats, you know, um, giving that guy, you know, a tough decision to make, right. Am I, am I going to get the head out because I think it's going to be a four-teamer or, you know, kind of having him frustrated in between pulling the trigger because, you know that cutter like you, I don't I don't want it to actually move a whole lot because mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that you know I like to see movement so if you know that's why my change up's not I don't have this you know nasty split because if I did you know it 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 doesn't work out when my ball moves a whole lot cuz I I I get carried away with it so yeah. the cutter actually worked out to be a pretty good deal for me cuz it doesn't move a whole lot and you're right the opposite side of the plate you know Typically opens up, um, you know. So it's just a part of a part of the style. I like to I like to play with right-handers, and, and at times the left-hander. The cutter cutters purposeful as well,
1: and, and it just makes the more effective curveball. I mean, it's something that, I mean, it's the same curveball pretty much you throw in your entire career. Correct? Any yeah. any changes when you went to Japan? Like, did they work on anything, or is it, uh, you know, pretty much the same thing now, just executing and being like you said, convicted in those pitches.
0: Uh, I think we definitely tweaked the curveball, but there was no grip- it was more of uh you know what I was doing with my wrist, you know I think I was trying to manipulate that pitch too much and be a little too rigid with my forearm mm. and once I really kind of just relaxed uh you know from the elbow down and kind of just had a little bit more of a neutral grip where I wasn't white knuckling and I wasn't super <laughs> loose, yeah, you know, I think it really just kind of allowed my arm to find that um you know, that good spiral where I can get I get to the front of that curveball and I'm not on the side of it as much. So yeah. my, my shape can get a little bit more top to bottom. Um, so we definitely worked on that. You know, it's, um, you know, one of the things, cool things I got to see over there. And I actually, I partaked in it a couple times or if that's how you say it. I threw a couple bullpens.
1: I don't know how to speak, uh, so you don't, don't ask me. So okay. <laughs> All right.
0: i had a couple bullpens where i'm you know hey how many is that oh it's 71 you know and you're like holy cow i just threw 71 pitches wait what yeah i had a because we had we had a quarantine shut or not a quarantine we had like a you know a slight shutdown where they we could still go into the field we could still train and do our workouts but there just wasn't um like planned practices so in that time uh, i had already Worked up to pitching in games, you know, three or four innings at a time. So I wanted to kind of keep some bolt going, and um, you know, those guys. I I had a teammate who preparing for his start in the Nippon Series, their final series. Preparing for that start three days before he threw 110 pitches <laughs> in his bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah, getting to getting to kind of see some of that, and you know, realize like, because over here, you know, guys, if you throw 110 pitch bullpen and you're a drive line guy something's probably going to be hurting, yeah. you know, but I think over there, I think they, they're able to kind of control, you know, a little bit more of, of their effort levels and, and still get some stuff out. Maybe, maybe the way like, you know, a small dramatics used to do back in the day, not, not be reaching back for everything in a bullpen, but still be able to get quality work out of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy to see when, when they're telling you know, telling the pitcher, "Hey, you're at 94, 94 pitches." <laughs> He's like, "Okay, let me, let me throw a couple, couple dozen more." You know,
1: oh, and the next day you're like, "Why do I have to flush out after a bullpen?" Like, this yeah, is amazing. Is These guys driving. probably have to. <laughs> no, the, the, I, I find, I find it fascinating because like the stories are like, you know, Japanese pitchers are notorious for throwing those long bullpens, and and you see it, and you're like, wait. Wait, how, how do they do this that's how they've been that's how they were bred like from the beginning like when they yeah. start playing baseball they they just start throwing and it's non-stop
0: <laughs> yeah and, and you know um, a big part of um it's a big part of their like whole preparation is is running you know their fitness levels are high hmm. so i went over there and <laughs> you know i'm not a fitness guy you know i'm like just just enough to be able to catch my breath after covering first stuff. Um, but over there, you know, I actually hurt my calf. I pulled my calf, you know, trying to keep up with them and stretch. And, um, you know, so it is something I think as an American going over there, not doing that, um, a hundred pitch bullpen, you know, it potentially could have given me some trouble like, you know, like my, my lower body injury. Um, just, you know, trying to jump in and, and do things that, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, a whole lot used to. um So did was, you, did
1: you throw the, uh, the, the side-by-side bullpen to live hitters that they're notorious for? Uh
0: No, I didn't, but I did throw a couple bullpens with umpires. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, did they, you ever they, argue they, with oh, them? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, but you know, it's Like I said, for me, it's not the place for me to compete because I can get a little carried away in a bullpen, you know, Um, but, you know, he's, you know, he's calling these balls and strikes and it's just kind of, you know, you get down 2-0 and you're like, okay, I got (laughs) to, you know, all right, you just called two balls in a row. I got to, I got to catch some plate here. And, but it was just, you know, another thing that, um, you know, was, was unexpected, but, you know, something that. I think served a purpose, you know, to kind of help me lock it in for that bullpen, you know, in those moments when, when we're getting some work in, you know, it gives you that much extra focus.
1: Um, I don't want to take a away from anything on those teams that you have played, but like the 17 giants, the, the Rangers, the tigers. Um, but they were in a, I'm not going to, they were in some bad years, right? And you were a part of that, right. but you came up right. with a lot of success with the Rays, uh some unbelievable staffs. To go to a team in Japan who was what like almost not almost thirty games over five hundred. What was that like? Like that that has to be. You you talk about reboot of the the player right and the pitcher of going over there with just no. Don't be don't be in your ways. Well, what about the ways of winning again? Like what was that like?
0: You know what? Um, one of the things I, I I really like about that organization, and I'm not sure from cuz i asked kind of how how the winning culture started and what group started it and cuz how you know how did it come about um and it must have been you know a crew a decade or so or more that came through and taught the guys that are there right now because those guys show up every day not game day every day expecting to win you know like they're they know they're good they know that they take care of their business and that you know if all is fair when the game starts they you know they're expecting to win that ball game and it's not it's not like a uh you know it's not a cocky thing no, it's just no, no. they're a, a confident group and and know how 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 strong you know their lineup is and the staff that they have over there it's just a very tough um you know it's a tough combination when they hit as well as they do and then you know the back end is going to shut it down if the starters do their job so it was it was fun. You know, it definitely gives you confidence going to the field every day knowing that you're on that kind of team. Um, so yeah, it was it was you know, first time for everything, right? Oh for sure. Like that's the that that
1: is like one of the coolest things and, and like for me it was a reboot going to, you know, uh with the nationals in fourteen and winning again, like just consistently. I came from the Phillies and they had gone through such a huge run, you know, from oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten, eleven and then you know how he gets hurt, and it, and things started to change a little bit, and it, like that expectation to win was there, but there's a want that to win that wasn't, and it like just there was a reboot, and it was it was a cool feeling to to have again, and and believing that going not only is it expectation, but the want is there, and 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 feeling that from teammates is is incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's nothing there's nothing that compares to it. Um, in baseball, at least, you know, there's, there's really being on a, a good team, a contender, a team that, that everybody's chasing or, or, you know, you're nipping on that, that first place team's heels. There's nothing been in baseball that, you know, that, that I've experienced that it makes you feel, uh, you know, better than that. So it's, it, you know, hopefully this year, you know, Lord willing, everything, uh, you know, can, can kind of take place and just, have a healthy season
1: oh no doubt no doubt and what dave dombrowski has done so far and coming in and and bringing in uh you know a lot of a lot more power in the uh in the bullpen has been a huge thing but the accumulation of starters um you know because yourself chase anderson uh yvonne nova guys are going to be competing and all that stuff i I don't think you're ever going to shy away from anything but this year is that unknown like you might have had a lot more innings than everyone else comparably in that in that pen or in that rotation from last year.
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's uh it was a, a really lucky year for 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 my family and myself um you know, the way things worked out and still having the opportunity to to take the field and get injured and then still winding up with you know, pretty much the same workload as everybody else is is pretty cool and it's something that um, you know, I think you know should you know, kind of help me have a, a little bit more normal of a year than had I, you know, missed out all year.
1: Yeah, and 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 the only thing you could do from that is build off of it. <laughs> but yeah, you're, yeah. the the crazy thing is, like the last couple. I mean, up until Detroit, I mean, you got to Arizona for spring training, and that was a little different than being in Tampa and, and Port Charlotte. Uh, for a long time like or how excited are you to get back to the the grapefruit league and and you know get going again and some action
0: yeah uh, very excited you know i've lived over in in the area for about five years um so it should be cool you know like i said i haven't i haven't really been anticipating the start of a season or even getting a spring training like this for a while and uh you know it feels good you know it's it, it You know, I'm definitely counting down the days Until until we'll be heading out to Clearwater Alright, so Every time on
1: this show We have a player on uh You know, talking about things Or coach, past player And uh, they play a game You want to play a game? Sure It's called Waffle or Not And it, in this not? case It's either you are waffled Or you own the guy And, and so I'm going to throw out some batters And <laughs> okay. uh
0: you get to discuss it. <laughs> so waffled means he owns me. Yeah,
1: waffled means he owns you. Oh, uh, really? So, uh, ooh, let's start out. I don't want to. Yeah, let's let's start out. Vernon Wells.
0: Vernon Wells. Uh, I feel like I remember him chasing some chips, but it's been a while. Mm. What is, like, what, how what confident
1: what? are you in either? He waffled you or you owned I, him.
0: I don't think he waffled. I don't yeah, think no he waffled. Yeah, no chance. Him. He was
1: one for 20 off you.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. one for 20 with a walk and six uh, strikeouts. So that was 050 with the 191 OPS. So that technically is going to go in the uh, – yeah, you owned him.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, how about Ichiro? Don't do – do oh, I was just going to say I, don't do Ichiro. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm being honest right now. I, my, my computer highlighted that one for some reason.
0: Yeah, I think he's hitting right around 500, probably shy just shy of 500 off me.
1: Yeah, so okay, maybe he owned you. Yeah, it was 458 yeah. with a 958 OPS.
0: No, no big deal.
1: He had one extra base hit, and he didn't steal a bag against you. It says.
0: Well, you know what it felt like against Ichiro was that I bet you there there are not very many at bats that went more than three pitches because the first like two pitches I threw he was really trying to get on those two, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, I think that's where some of those singles kind of came from and, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah, he was, it just felt like the end of the plate wasn't into his back, you know, <laughs> and kind of the, the top of the zone wasn't, didn't save everybody else. And, you know, the bottom of the zone, forget it. He can, you know, he can go golfing down there all day, but, um, he was tough, man. That was something we talked about playing over in Japan this year. That's funny you bring him up.
1: <laughs> well, I had to. It was just like a natural thing. Yeah. But see, like no, people he... would ask, like playing third base, like who is who have the nastiest balls over there, like Pujols or or Vlad? And I'm like Ichiro, because he does his thing, and he and he you know takes his his left hand to his right shoulder, points the bat, and I swear to everything, he just looks at where he's gonna hit it, and he look he yeah. I, he would death stare me every time and be like, <laughs> it's coming your way, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like laughing and like two pitches later, it's a rocket right at you or, or, you know, with this nasty spin. So yeah. uh, that's all right. All right. So next guy, Kike Hernandez.
0: Oh yeah. Kike. Uh, yeah. I got him. I, One I don't, for I don't 19. Say, only say that because I worked out with Kike for last, for the first time last year and got to know him a little bit. He's and awesome. Somebody came, yeah, he's great, man. And somebody came in with some app where you can look up matchups. And so we looked up, you know, Howie, Howie Kendrick's in there, and he crushes me. I mean, he's 400 hitter off me. and But I remember Kike, and, uh, you know, it was something that Bumgarner and I talked about because I know Kike gave Bumgarner a hard time. Oh, uh, hell, I, I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, hey, what are you doing to get that guy out? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just making a curveball, I think.
1: Oh, God, Bum. The, the stories that you could, we could have off Bum could last a whole, like, two hours, maybe even yeah. longer, just based on the guy. Like, the way he would attack, you know, like the way he would think about the game is a lot different than some others, you know? Sure. And, and so, like, when you bring that up about him, it's like, well, I don't have the same arsenal as you, Bum. Like, we're we're just
0: different pitchers. Well, he would throw what you have.
1: He would try it just to make sure he could try to get it out. Like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's... He's one of the most talented guys, you know, at stuff like that. Trying, st- like, you know, even if you just watch him hit, you know, or it seems like he tries and puts his mind at something, like he's gonna be good at it, yeah. um, you know. And getting to see him work, and uh, yeah, you're, the guy's a legend, you know. He's he's done stuff where you're like, I can't believe he just hit a grand slam off Jake Degrom, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, dude. After it's... the inning, he gave up three or four runs. You know, it was <laughs> like, what? How did that happen? I've I've never experienced
1: anyone like him. Uh he was eighteen years old. I had just I was coming back from my Achilles injury uh in oh eight. And so I'm in instructs with him and he just came off of this legendary run in in low A ball where the first four starts he gave up ten earned runs, eleven earned runs, and then the rest of the way he gave up eleven earned runs and that was the last twenty three starts. So Jeez. I mean, <laughs> the 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 guy in my mind is always going to be a legend because he's the same way as he was when he was eighteen years old as he is now. Is that right? Yeah. So all right, Uh, right, let's stay on this uh, track of. Ooh, I like this one, Marcus Simeon.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty had better of me over over the years. That year in eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I think he's hitting pretty good off me. Yeah, that I
1: mean that hitting that pretty good, one sixty seven with the four thirty three OPS.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Sorry really? about it. Sorry well, about I, it.
0: I think the last couple of times I faced the A's, uh, you know, I had my lunch handed to me. So I just anybody you probably named that played for them in the last few years, going to no, say no. Waffles. Let's
1: just give it. Like, let's give it where it's due, and and you you owned them. You owned it. Nice uh nolan arenado
0: uh i definitely don't feel like i i, I would say i own that guy <laughs> uh no i don't think so yeah he what got you that? yeah yeah do you want me-
1: nine for nine for 20
0: nine for 20 yeah
1: five doubles a homer
0: yeah i feel like that's not that bad and you he only making, punched
1: like- him out one time yeah I, that, that's that's that. interesting no, because he's like he's someone that like he baffled me when looking at his stuff last year. He only struck out like nine percent of the time.
0: And well, then, when he hits the ball, like he's the, like one of the only guys like it looks like his head. You know, like he's trying to like yeah. you know his head's on that ball the whole yep. way. Even you know he tracked it so deep. So he's yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that. Uh, I wouldn't. I guess I would expect you know the the, the higher batting average. Um, you know those guys they crushed back in in sixteen and seventeen
1: um ooh, all right a
0: rod a rod yep i don't know i'm not sure it's been a while since i saw him i know i i know i got his i know i punched a ticket a couple times but only
1: eight times Is yeah he was right? three for 16 off you yeah oh, okay. 566 ops you owned a rod and on that note I appreciate you playing waffle or not because I like, I, I like ending when a rods, the guy at the end, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, that, that's the only yeah. way to do it, but yeah. uh, Maddie, I, I appreciate you coming on Pine for breakfast. Uh, I'm excited. I get to see you. Uh, it's not going to be for a while now. Cause we're not going to be headed to spring training. We're going to be just doing it uh, from the stadium, which sucks, but at least we'll be calling the games, but I'm excited. You're here.
0: Cool. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. I had a good time chatting with you. Now I got a little bit of, got you know, a little bit of information, you know, hopefully I can use it here. I didn't know about, Oh,
1: you can have plenty. I'm all, I'm all here for you. I'm here for everyone yes. there. Thank you. All right, buddy. And that was great to hear Matt Moore and I appreciate him coming on Pytar for breakfast as always at Kevin Franzen on Twitter, more of what you want to hear. Let me know comments, Everything at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. Hit me up. I respond. If you're nice, you could be like constructively nice. That's okay. I don't care. I just want honesty. What you guys want to hear, how it's going to happen. And right here, right here on Pine Tar for breakfast, you're going to get everything you can. We can for you about the Phillies, not only this year, but especially in spring training. Until then, peace.